Web 37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space on all things NFTs and Web3. Hi, everybody. I um, I just was completely rugged for uh, no reason there. Um, but uh, but hello, um, this is Web37. Um, I don't know how far we got into the conversation, but um, but yeah, this is uh, we're doing a community jam here. We're just talking vibing and wanted to introduce Erica and Max to the team um, because they're our most recent joints uh, for our NFT squad for 1.37 p.m. And uh, yeah, and I'm sure Erica, you already introed um, Max. Did you were you able to? Uh... I don't know. I don't know. Nick, Nick, I think I rugged him. But um, Erica, that was a great intro. I'll never get tired of hearing about your passion for Peppa Pig. Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah, Max. Honestly, like we introduced ourselves like ten times this week, and at this point, I was like, I know Max is tired of hearing this. <laughs> 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 no, it's all it's all good. Um, yeah, I'm Max. Um, just a little bit about myself. Um, when I was little, and I, I still am, but I'm a sports car collector at heart. Um, and then a year ago, pretty much exactly, uh, actually, probably about a year and a half ago, I heard about NFTs. And then a year ago, I jumped in um, to the NFT space. And since then, I've just been a complete twitter addict discord addict just the last year has been a real roller coaster of a ride and it's been fun watching uh, watching this community develop and you know it's still i think it's still so 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 early even though prices uh may not indicate that but if you think about the you know the space right now there's probably only a couple million people at the most who are like active daily you know um even in just participating not not necessarily even buying and selling and i think that number will easily be in the hundreds of millions by the end of definitely by the end of this decade i think so in the grand scheme of things it's so 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 early it's awesome you know to to be here with everyone and um i guess a little just fun thing about myself i uh I'm, i love stranger things i'm very very much excited about the uh, the new season coming up, and then also to answer um, to answer another question in terms of what kind of NFTs I'm most interested in, um, art. I just love art. I, I I don't know why I just was never like interested in art until NFTs, and now I'm interested in both digital art and physical art. So that's interesting. But yeah, I love art, and then uh, also I'm just super interested to see how utility kind of unfolds um with nfts specifically with like tickets to events and stuff like that um like if you go to you know a number one pick for any sports like debut or something and you go to that game well right now you don't really get any like asset to show for that it'd be really cool if you know you had like a an nft that showed that you were at zion williamson's debut a couple years ago and i think that's where that uh that's where this is all headed but yeah, that's just a little bit about myself. Sorry if I'm if I'm rambling at this point. No, not at all. Um, we want to. I'm sure everybody in the audience wants to hear all the ins and out nooks and crannies of of uh, who you are, how you tick, all those different things. So don't don't feel like you're rambling at all. You're really not. Um, so starting uh, with Erica and and on to Max, I think um, I have a question for both of you, and that is really. Uh, 
Well, one, what got you into Web3 and NFTs? And then two, how do you define it? Starting with Erica. We can start with Max too, if if if, if she's not really, okay. really available. But. Um, yeah, so what got me into NFTs is, you know, I talked about this a couple minutes ago, but at, at, you know, at my core, I'm a collector, a sports car collector. And so kind of making that transition into collecting digital assets um, wasn't that far off. Um, but the, the event that really got me in, got me hooked into NFTs was, of course, I heard about NBA Top Shot. And I wasn't interested in that at all, which I guess is interesting because you would think I would be being a sports car collector. But Beeple, Beeple, uh, you know, the five, the first 5,000 days, uh, every day's sale uh, for $70 million, that, that like really uh, opened my eyes. And it was at that moment where I knew like, okay, something's happening here. Um, and so that was, the, that was the one moment that really got me into NFTs, I'd say. Um, and then as far as how do you define it, I guess, can you like clarify that question a little bit? Cause yeah, sure. I did leave sure. it broad. I, so I guess, yeah. I mean, how do you define web three specifically? Like what, what do you, what do you define as, uh, this, the web three space? Yeah. So, I mean, just, I guess speaking high level, like web one, was um read web two was right now web three is own i think ownership is kind of the key pillar to web three owning uh right now you know owning our assets uh, digital assets owning art and i think owning you know collectibles and which are really you know if you look at the, the profile picture stuff it's not obviously you're not buying like a share into a company but it's pretty darn close. Like if you look at what's been going on, you know, board apes, like they were, uh, or the, you know, they, they raised around it like a $5 billion valuation, which is at the top of the, of the list for any really NFT project. And, um, you know, they're, there are NFTs are worth the most. So, you know, are they stocks? Not necessarily, but, um, you know, you definitely, there's definitely some level of ownership there. Uh, and then eventually I think this will get to a place where this is down the line, but you know, there's decentralized social media platforms and you actually own your data and that, that has like huge, uh, implications, but that's later down the line. But yeah, if I had to boil it down to one thing, it'd just be ownership. For sure. That was a fantastic question. They're a fantastic answer to that question. Um, Erica. Go right ahead. So like what got you into Web3 and how do you define Web3? Yeah, um, what caught me into Web3 is um, two of the friends that I've had. Um, one of my friends, um, his name is Andrew Wing. Um, he was a journalist with me um, back in the day before he became like a famous influencer, I guess. Um, and I saw him like posting about cool cats a lot. And he was telling me that he was um, dropping out of his um, grad program. And, you know, we, we had talked a lot before and I was just so curious why his, 
life was shifting so much and he was becoming so much more happy. And I was just really, really curious. And so I really wanted to see what this was all about. And at the same time, when my best friends, Lily, uh, also got into Cool Cats. And so that really got me really curious about NFTs. And I was looking at some NFTs and I was like, wow, I don't have like these thousands of dollars um, to go into these projects at the moment. And so I entered a contest um, in the world of women discord, um, just to write about, um, what woman inspires me the most. And I wrote about my mom and like, it was like this tweet, like contest thingy. And so, um, I actually won a world of women as my first NFT. And so that kind of like gave me, um, the chance to enter the space, um, even without that much money. Um, and it, it introduced me to kind of just a world of how a project is run. And it made me curious about more projects. And then I got addicted and just started getting really, really into all of it in the space. And so it's a, it's been a really crazy ride. And um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, the, don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. And so, yeah, that's how I got into it. And how do you define Web3? Um, yeah, I think what Max said, you know, about ownership um, and just the whole concept of decentralization, um, giving the idea back to the, um, giving ownership back to the people instead of corporations. I really like that. And I like the innovation behind that. And, and I feel like there's just so much more that we can still learn. And so, um, yeah, no, that's, uh, I think just to put it the most broadly, like Max said, ownership, um, decentralization. For sure. For sure. And yeah, I think, again, I think Max like hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, you know, ownership of the ownership of assets is really what, um, this next iteration of things is. And, you know, I think it's, um, it's incredible to, uh, share, uh, this experience with, um, with you both now in, uh, in the same organization, um, you know, to think back, you know, just even a year ago to be that I would be working <laughs> it as in web three as my career is, uh, is definitely remarkable. And, um, you know, it's a big drastic shift in society and culture, but it's, it's, uh, it's for sure a welcomed one. Um, you know, in moving along from that, um, I want to know, uh, and this is a classic questions and I'm, and I'm sure that, you know, you might've heard this from, you definitely have heard this from Tyler at some point is, you know, what thing at the moment is actually, is grasping your curiosity? Um, just curious, like what are, what are the things at the moment that are, um, in society, culture, what have you, NFTs, outside NFTs, it could be completely obscure, um, What's on your mind? What's it, what, are you, what are you curious about? That's a, that's a great question. I'm woefully unprepared to answer that question, but <laughs> I, try, I, can, uh, I can try my best. Um, you know, I think, gosh, that's a tough question. Right now, what interests me? What's most interesting to me? Um, I think, uh, I, I talked about this a couple minutes ago with, the tickets and the utility and how that will unfold, but just seeing how, you know, a lot of people who are outside of the space just have a really tough time grasping like why, like, okay, like there are these JPEGs, but like why own them? You know, like pe people don't 
they can't quite make that connection yet. And I think the leap is going to be when there's a lot, when there's more than like, you know, 10 examples of real world utility. Um, you know, most, at least upcoming, uh, you've got VCon, right? And that that's a big example of how owning an NFT gives you access to events, exclusive events, and um, they, they really serve as like tickets. And I just think in today, uh, Starbucks announced that, or it was yesterday or today, they announced that um, they're releasing an NFT collection later this year. And it, it kind of will be similar to like a membership program or a rewards program. And so just seeing how more and more and more companies and projects uh, really take on real world utility and how other people who are not in the space currently but are interested can see that i think that's uh, super interesting and i'm excited for that fantastic answer uh erica what do you got yeah um i've just been thinking a lot about you know why projects are succeeding and failing um, it's something that, you know, people have been an analyzing on my TL a lot and in my like group chats. It, it's crazy to see like even if a project completely delivers everything on the roadmap, it still doesn't mean that the floor will increase. In fact, like just the state of the market right now, it's it's just it's just you never know like what is going to happen when a project launches and um, I, I used to be part of the Little Lemons team and, you know, I got to kind of be around like how a project is run and see like what goes on behind the scenes and how that's going. And when I started this new job, I, um, I'm obviously leaving, but I was, I've still been like around that process and seeing how you could have a really, really strong community and continuously have things that are being updated, but yet people still don't think it's enough. And so that's, just, I just keep thinking about that. And, you know, I, I think about people in this space who are really prominent in the space and they're starting new projects. And even though they, you know, have a lot of influence, their projects may not succeed as well. And so I'm just thinking like, what, what makes, what makes things good? What makes things bad? And just, yeah. Speaking to what, you know, what's good, what's bad, you know, making those, um, judgment calls, um, you know, I'm always curious of like why uh, people think a certain way or do a certain thing. So that's definitely a fascinating um, subject area for sure that you brought up. But I think um, what interests me in terms of, you know, I mean, at least what's on my mind at the moment is like, you know, in these spaces, in these, um, you know, in these conversations that we have with uh, all these various guests through web 37. Um, what exactly are people, you know, looking for in a conversation? Because there's a difference between what's what people actually want or versus what they say they want. Um, and you know, you, you see this throughout culture and whatnot. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's better to, you know, you, you see this often in some projects is that, it, sometimes, you know, you want to make sure that the community is involved, but sometimes you need a quiet space to make certain decisions that may be, you know, controversial on the surface, but are actually better for the long term um, effects of the uh, the project itself. Um, 
it's 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 interesting you do you have any thoughts on that so your question is what do you think some people think that they want but what is it that they actually oh no i'm just it's more conversational it's really just like you know what are your thoughts on the the dynamic of you know people wanting something like saying they want one thing, but in reality it's actually X or Y that would deliver the most value and retain the most people and attention. I mean, I can, I can kind of touch on, I think what you're getting at. Um, yes. Yesterday I, you know, so Yuga labs, obviously they bought, uh, they bought CryptoPunks essentially uh, and MeBits uh, a couple months back. And yesterday I tweeted out and I said, hey, Yuga Labs, uh, can you just like airdrop all CryptoPunk holders $1 just to like acknowledge that like we exist because we haven't had any airdrops or anything. And I'm like, wait a second, if if i'm if if i'm viewing acknowledgement as being airdropped free free money you know if that's if that's what our understanding of acknowledgement is in the nft space right now uh i think there's there's underlying uh, uh things going on there that aren't great at the moment and so i think there's like a lot of just there's a lot of financial uh components uh to what's going on right now and i don't think it's super healthy you know uh, and so that's just kind of one observation I had from my own tweet uh, yesterday. Go ahead, Erica. Yeah, I think for me, um, just thinking about what was going on with Cool Cats um, in their decision um, to bring a CEO a while back and then the CEO leaving recently, I think a lot of projects think that bringing like prominent web two people into the space can change it for the better. But sometimes if they don't understand the space, it's actually not as impactful and not as beneficial. And I, and, and I think this applies to something that I've noticed where I'm not going to name names, but um, there are people, you know, who are really making their names in the NFT space um, and they're, you know, signing with agents and stuff. And But if they don't understand the space, it might not even make that much of a difference. In fact, if your brand is to be um, that person that's, you know, with the community and really accessible, that actually adds like a layer of like distance that makes it harder um, to reach, if that makes sense. I think that what works in Web 2 doesn't always work in Web 3. And I think that because Web 2 is still mainstream, people want to have that prominence in both of those areas as well. But then sometimes it doesn't work out. And so I think people need to readjust, I guess, that strategy. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of confusion as to what um what will actually work in web three and what won't um you brought up a really interest both of you actually brought up really interesting points which was like you know in terms of uh max's was was more on the underlying uh the i guess the bedrock of a lot of people's initial interests in web three infrastructure i mean most people 
you know, I mean, some people, or at least most people in Web3 that are deep in it at this point probably hit, um, you know, some sort of interest or heightened interest in crypto, just regular crypto uh, around 2016, 2017. And then, you know, as time and the technology developed, um, I think having that underlying structure of initial interests in Web3 being based in in monetary um, gains is, I think, um, I think it's it's a it's a big dynamic in in why people are in it. I think a lot of people will say and shout community, but I mean, you know, I think um, at the very least, acknowledging some of those things within ourselves is a really important step into um, being able to deliver real value to your audience, um, you know, in ways that, you know, you may be blinded to if you weren't necessarily going to acknowledge it. And with Erica's point too, you know, I think um, a lot of people make assumptions on what is going to work, what's not going to work. Um, oh, because they've gotten success in the past, which is, you know, it's not a bad assumption. I mean, it's really not when you think about it, like, but at the same time, you know, um, there's a lot of nuances and a lot it, web three is a really quirky and weird space. And it's, it's something that it's, uh, it's tough to, um, always make direct comparisons or parallels between both things. Um, and so it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, it's very interesting. So I think, um, and, and also on the vein of, of decisions, why, what have you, um, I'm curious to both of you, um, you know, why 137? Why did you decide to uh, to settle in at uh, 137 p.m.? Um, I can take this first. I mean, 137 is it's it's culture. Like that's <laughs> pretty much what 137 is covering culture. Um, you know, whether that's fashion, sports, um, you know, music. Any, I mean, the culture is just what society kind of i'm not actually i was gonna say some really clever thing and then nothing came to mind so we're just gonna move on and <laughs> pretend that didn't happen um a little bit of a brain fart but yeah i mean you know i i, collect, I, I can't i can't i can't deal with the sound effects. we're gonna have to ax that um, but yeah uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just like a culture freak. Like every day, like I spend a disgusting amount of time on Twitter. Just like, like, what, like, why do I care what gunna wore around his neck to the Met Gala? Like, 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 you know, it's just, it's just kind of what, you know, my interests revolve around and it's just what people are talking about. And 137 covers it all. And uh, that's kind of why I'm, why I'm excited about joining. Yeah, I, um, that was really funny. <laughs> um, I also spend a disgusting amount of time on Twitter. It is one of my most favorite platforms, if not the most favorite platform. Um, pretty much live there. So if you ever tweet me, I will probably see it in less than one second. Um, I picked 1.37 p.m. because um, I've been a big fan of Gary for a while and um, we're under his umbrella, you know, and what he's always, what his view on NFTs have always been something that I've really agreed with. And I want to be part of 
kind of starting like a space where people can learn everything they want to learn about NFTs in one place. I know that a lot of mainstream outlets like, you know, like Bloomberg, like they do cover NFTs now. And um, there are also like smaller like websites or sub stacks from people who are in the community um, who write like their thoughts and their analyses like on the NFT space. But I think that we really need like that one platform that people can go to where not only we're just going, what is a non-fungible token that like a lot of like mainstream outlets are doing right now? Like we need to go deeper, but also not so niche in a way that people don't even know what we're talking about. And so we hope to balance that. And I hope to help balance that um, in a way that's understandable, but still relevant to the current trends in the community. Both very amazing answers. And um, I'll say for myself is, is um, you know, I had a longer journey into um, the Vayner sphere. I'll spare the details, but, you know, it's, um, you know, the process of getting here, you know, was a, in a few, um, few years in the making. And, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it, what really gravitated me to this was uh with gary you know the same to you erica was that um you know i really believed in him and and believed in what he was building and wanted to become a part of the ecosystem and um i think you know with 137 um you know to be able to uh be paving the way in the direction that we're trying to build in um of web3 and and what we're covering is um you know, it feels like we're building something. It feels like we're actually actively trying to, um, build this, this spaceship of, uh, of media and content. And, um, it's, uh, it's rewarding, you know, it, it, I can speak from experience, both of y'all are new, but like, you know, as time develops, it, um, it stretches you, it tests you, it, um, you know, challenges you. There's a lot of different things that happen along the way, but, um, you know, at the end of it all, it's just that like, you know, the culture that's put together, um, within our organization and, uh, Vayner, you know, more broadly has been incredible. And, um, I'm in, in insanely grateful to, uh, to be part of it. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if, um, yeah, Erica, you had something to say. Oh yeah, Nick, I would love for you to just share that story that I know that you have about, you know, working your old job and like listening to like seven hours of Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I guess, I guess I will. Um, well, so this was, this was actually back in 2019. So I was still in college at that point. Um, so I was working an internship, um, you know, just straight up cold calling, um, you know, six by eight room, no windows, just a phone, a computer fixture up in the corner, just completely, you know, corporate structured, whatever. Um, it, and you know, at that time, this is when I realized I was very much more, I, I had a, that entrepreneurial bug because I realized that, um, I gravitated more towards Gary's content, um, more than I ever had in my life. Um, I was listening morning, noon, night, every single time, you know, I could fit it in. Um, I would listen and, you know, now, um, at that point I, you know, it was at, I think it was the last week, my internship. Um, I texted his community phone number. Hey, can I intern for you? And, uh, two minutes later he asked when, 
Um, so that was, um, an absolutely bonkers moment, but, um, but yeah, there's a lot more to the story. Um, it has a lot of twists and turns, but, um, but yeah, this is, this is about y'all though. This is about y'all. Um, so (laughs) I don't want to go super crazy into, into my story. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's funny that we went in that direction, but, um, no, like, it's just a great story and, you know, we, I would love to know, you know, so play that Uno reverse card and yeah. interview you back. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Are you too funny? Oh my God. Um. Oh yeah. I just wanted to shout out Vicky in the audience. Oh, Vicky. Happy um, birthday. Happy birthday, Vicky. Birthday. Yeah. And she's head of community at Flower Girls, which is a project that Carrie really, really likes. And Vicky's just an awesome woman in the NFT space. Um, we've been virtual friends for a while. Love everything that she's been doing. And so thank you for joining our space on your birthday. Like what? Happy freaking birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. I love it. I wish I had a happy birthday button. Um, I should definitely make sure that's a thing somewhat soon. Um, all right. I think this is actually a really good time for POAP. Um, so I will invite Shami up to speak. Um Let's see. I just invited you up. Um, we're waiting for ShamWow to uh, to come up here and do all the POAP things, the wonderful things. Not sure if he's around or um, seeing my invite, but that's okay. Um, let's see. What are your favorite colors while we're waiting? Um, that's a really important question. And favorite flavor um, of ice cream, if that's mine applicable. Is- I have two favorite colors. I've like really just jumped on that question. <laughs> well, like the other ones, I was like all silent. Anyways, my favorite colors. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, these questions really speak to me. The rest of the interview has been act- absolute trash. Uh, so, <laughs> um, my, my favorite color is teal, which is like a blue green. Like I just love that color so much. Um, and then my favorite ice cream flavor is strawberry. <laughs> Oh man, everybody's like in our Slack channels saying funny shit right now. Like someone quoted me for Sham Wow and <laughs> Ezra color pink for Peppa. Uh that's that's your favorite color. <laughs> oh man, too funny. Um Max, favorite color. I know we have Shammy up, but I actually want to hear your favorite color now. My favorite color is uh is gray because I'm monotone. And uh, I feel like gray is a very gray is just a very monotone kind of color. It's just, you know, very straight and just like kind of dull, you know, bro. Why are you not like an accountant or something? I like, I don't, I'm not not like, I'm not like dead inside. Like I have like, I'm bro, like a fun personality. (laughs) I know you do. Why would you say (laughs) he has a fun personality? It's very fun. Yes. he has a creature world sweater that's very colorful, okay? Yes, you do. And yeah, I, all I let, love to I accountants let, as well. Shout out to NFTCPA. But yeah, um, there's nothing it's nothing against accountants. I'm not like anti accountant. I'm pro accountant. Yeah. But, same. I mean, you're implying that I have an accountant personality, which I guess isn't totally wrong, but yeah, <laughs> I let I let my uh I let my clothing and my NFTs do do the talking for me. Yes. I love it. That's yes. Yes. You, you express yourself through your, uh, your clothing. And I think that that is, um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful metaphor. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> on that note, Shammy, 
Uh, how yo, are you? Yo, can you hear me loud and clear? I feel like I was getting rugged a second ago. Uh, sounds like you're in a cave right now. Is that where you are? Or uh, the just echo? the lobby. It's a uh, hold up. The echoing should stop now. You're good. It's just it's funny. Shout out to the color gray. Shout out to accountants. <laughs> the way. All great things. I was to make sure to get the proper uh, roses they deserve. But uh, no, I would love to just get right into it and uh, give everyone today's PO app for hanging out, getting to know the latest members of the NFT squad, which I know everyone here is very, very excited to have. So um, happy to be here at the end of the day. For those who don't know what a PO app is, P-O-A-P, it stands for Proof of Attendance Protocol. It's a free NFT that we want to give out to you for commemorating and sharing this wonderful virtual experience with us today. To learn more, go to the last pinned tweet at the top of the space. But if you've been here, you already know the deal. At this time, please open up your POAP mobile app. Yes, mobile. It has to be on your phone. And if you don't have it, you can download it at the Google Play or Apple App Store at this time. Now, now that your, your apps are open, in the bottom right-hand corner, you can click on the Mint button. The small menu will pop up. On that menu, you're going to click Secret Word. And since today we are celebrating two new members, I thought, why not bring back the old slogan of 1.37 p.m.? Because if, if those who aren't aware, our current slogan is for the curious. But our, our old slogan was own your future and start this minute. So for today's secret word, it is the phrase own your future. It is all lowercase, no spaces in between. Own your future. Wow. If anyone was able to claim, please react with an emoji. Thank you, Ezra. Thank you, Erica, as always. Nick. Lovely. Again, that is own your future. O-W-N-Y-O-U-R-F-U-T-U-R-E. There's your spelling lesson for today. And there's your secret word for today's POAP. There's a finite amount of these, so once the space is over, or once they've all been collected, you're out of luck. Ah, so gotta grab those PO apps, y'all. PO app app. Make sure to see the pin tweet for the how-to if uh, you need a little guidance. Um, thank you very much, Shammy. This is uh, this is wonderful. Um, so I would love to open it up for Q and A um, for our two wonderful newest members of our squad um so let's uh yeah just raise your hand if uh, you want to come up i see a couple people are already have their hands raised so um we'll bring y'all up we have enigma and we have uh johnny uh tsunami that's it i think no um they're connecting hello um we'll start with enigma enigma do you have a question for our two wonderful guests Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah great. Uh, I had many questions, many, many. <laughs> I will just ask I love one, it. but I have many. <laughs> um, uh, with our project, we try to to uh, innovate the entertainment in Web3. And I would like to know what would you love to see as entertainment in Web3? What are your expectations of Web3 in this connection between NFTs Metaverse, Web3, and entertainment. 
Either one of y'all want to take it? Oh, so your question was, what do we want to see as entertainment in Web3? Exactly. Hmm, that's really interesting. I haven't really thought about, I mean, people are really integrating, you know, the metaverse and doing like all sorts of like screenings there. I feel like that's really interesting and cool. I feel like the possibilities are endless. I just want to see something that's different from what we already have now. And I want to keep that answer open because I don't want to be like, this is the only thing I'm looking for. I feel like as long as it's innovative, as long as it's different, and it's really just the way that you execute it, um, that makes all the difference because you can say all these things and then it might not even turn out that cool. And so um, I don't know what your project is working on, but um, yeah, I would love to hear more um, if you just DM me. Um, yeah. Okay, no, no your answer is just what we expect people to think about and to, ex to want. So yeah, it's kind of the, the track we are on, kind of. But it's just a specific one so yeah i will just uh, dm you and just send you some uh, details about that but yeah that's an answer that uh, uh, i like to hear but if others are have uh, any other opinions just uh, let me know so you can help me help us and just uh, see what uh, you are expecting from this uh, environment i love it um max do you did you have anything to add or are we um about entertainment um, and Web3? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the best example of this, at least that I know of so far, is the Kaladita film. Um, you know, they're basically, you know, partially funding this movie, uh, this film through NFTs. And I think we'll continue to see that um, on, a, on a bigger and bigger scale is for sure. Um, it's kind of just that crowdfunding model. Yeah, we did a Spaces um, with Miguel, um, the director and founder of Kalidita. And so if you guys want to listen to that, we have that on 1.37 p.m. Web 37, check it out. It's the best pod ever. I'm saying it. Yeah, I said it. Best pod ever. Um, that may or may not be factually true, but um, it's what I'm saying. Uh, Johnny. Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. Yourself? Doing well. Just uh, enjoying another day uh, here in Los Angeles and was just listening to this spaces and just happened to come in right at the right time and got a got a Poe app and um, got to listen to uh, you guys talk about you know, a need for educational content and like a centralized educational platform. Um, and I'm glad I he heard your um, stuff about Gary V too, because I kind of felt the same way. I actually met him at a, at a party and I have his, his, a picture with him on my profile, but he's a really, really nice guy. He's, and he's very inspirational. Um, he, he can be kind of polarizing, uh, some people kind of love it or hate him, but I, I really, I really like him a lot. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Do you, um, do you have any uh, questions for, uh, for Erica or Max? <laughs> well, 
No specific questions. I, I guess I just was coming up to speak because um, you guys were talking about what people are looking for as far as like entertainment in the Web3 space. Mm -hmm. I'm currently writing for a company that's trying to create um, like a celebrity death match that's featuring different NFTs. And we're sort of doing that, like trying to figure out, well, what is what is the entertainment space in Web3 look like? Because there's no content really being created around NFTs, which are, you know, this huge industry now. So that's where we're like dipping in. But I'm I'm anxious to see, like, I, I want to see what Web37 does as far as the podcast stuff. And I want to see, yeah, different projects being kickstarted and working around the studio system in order to have the fans sort of fund it. I love it. Yeah. It's uh it's an interesting space to play for sure. Um, you know, the entertainment industry and whatnot in web three. Um, but, uh, but anyway, um, JB, hello, homie. How are you? Yo, what's up family? It's good to be here. Uh, always nice to connect with new folks and I feel like we've been connected through other spaces and things, but now it's like your official. So congrats to everybody. Um, kind of been in the space, I think similar times as everybody here, uh, everybody kind of resonates with like, you know, I'm kind of the same way. Like I can't sit still. I'm always trying to do stuff, you know, try new things, experiment, kind of that entrepreneurial mindset. And based on that and the speed of the space, my question is like, what do you think are some challenges now that kind of we're all collectively experiencing, you know, as the space evolves, but adapts can you know like every second it's adapting and then new people are kind of trying to come onto the space like what do you think and how can you you know how are you going to kind of like help to bridge that or talk about those things i mean i think that's a fantastic question and as you know now that erica will be joining me as a co-vertical lead uh for nft uh all nft content for 137 like yeah, I, I, that's something that fascinates me, Erica. I, I just had something jump at me that I think is really important is like, um, I really believe that there is a, a lot of people forget that you people forget shit a lot. Um, and, and it's, you know, with these new waves of adoption, it's going to be very important to almost be repetitive um at, at times like it you know people complain about you know gary at some points where you know he's like oh you all say all the same shit but it's like you know in reality it's just like that's actually how it is and that's like you need to repeat those basic things in order to um build on top of that um so that's just just my perspective on it but erica i know you had something else to say yeah i think everyone's just trying to navigate the bear market right now. Um, even like the best projects, um, that I never thought would, you know, get to where they are now, um, are suffering. And so, um, I think everyone's just trying to readjust and figure out what to do. And you know, what Nick said definitely, um, was a really good point as well about being repetitive because there are new people constantly coming into the space. They might not know what you said before. They might not know your story and it might seem, you know, taxing, but it's absolutely necessary because you can't expect people to be in the same part of the race as you are. Um, also think something that is really going to 
be a really big thing and is starting to be is accountability. Um, there's just so many rugs. There's just so many scams happening. And I feel like there's just uh, people will call it out on Twitter, but there's just a really huge lack of like, well, what are we going to do about that? And, um, you know, and uh, that's something that I'm really looking forward to seeing how that develops. And last thing, I'm just, you know, just stream of consciousness thinking right now. Um, I think the idea of community is always changing. Like all projects say that is what is most important to us, right? But what does that mean? Does that mean an active discord? Does that mean people who are constantly shilling? Or is it, you know, like what makes a community stand out more than the other? And I feel like that's something that's really um, that people are still trying to figure out. And I think that, you know, there will be a lot of trial and error and that's fine, but that's also really interesting to me. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All good points, all good things that I, I definitely agree with. I think that the, like you said, stream of consciousness, like that's almost what the space is because like, we're all just living in it. And every second there's something new and someone's adapting and repeating for people. I remember I sat with, you know, a group of people that, that are a little bit older generation that didn't understand the space. And I explained kind of like two years of knowledge to them in a little bit of time. And then the next day they were like, Hey, we don't really understand anything you said. I was like, yeah, let's do it again. You know? So repetition is definitely super important. So nothing but the best. Thanks for having me up. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, JB. You're a fucking homie. Um, I actually haven't asked this yet. And Dan, we, we, I want to get you real quick. Um, but um, but I, I I didn't ask this question, and I feel feel remiss if um I didn't ask it. Um, can y'all go through kind of like what you're gonna be um yeah gonna be like doing for um for one thirty seven, but also at very first before you do that, um Max, I know you, but I don't know if you were able to actually like speak on that last question, but like, do you have any thoughts on like on um the discussion from before from JB? Yeah, I mean, um, I think, you know, if we're talking about onboarding uh, new people, I think one of the major points of friction is just like all the steps that it takes, you know, to set up a MetaMask, to get ETH into MetaMask, to buy, to connect with OpenSea, buy an ENS domain, you know, it's just like so many different things. And Obviously, to many of us in the space, it, that's kind of just second nature at this point. But for most people, I think that's just that's just a lot. Uh, that's a lot of education. Uh, and so I think over time, you know, maybe this happens through Coinbase NFT, or you know, maybe over time, as there's fewer and fewer steps to getting started, uh, I think that's when we can really see like mass adoption, and I think it'll get easier to. Uh, for, for people to get involved. Fantastic point. Um, what are y'all, what are y'all going to be doing? Like for one thirty seven? I know we didn't really like get into that. JPEGs. That, what do you think JPEGs? I love, I love it. No, but uh, on a serious <laughs> note, I'm, I mean, uh, helping out um, you and Erica, just growing, uh, you know, NFT137 and Web37 and this Twitter account and um, just kind of giving us, giving 137 NFT vertical just more of a 
presence on Twitter. I think um, that's kind of one of the main things I'm doing. Uh, I'm also helping uh, with two exciting side projects that are upcoming, one in the near future, I believe, and one kind of down the line. But I can't really speak much on those at the moment. But yeah, those that's kind of what I'll be doing. Sounds like you got some alpha to spill out here. Uh, then that's just that's what it sounds like to me. No alpha, just a bunch of beta. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, Erica, <laughs> Erica Redhead. Yeah, I'm gonna you know co-run NFT section with you, Nick, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully mention what. Um, hopefully execute on what I was mentioning earlier about, you know, being that go-to source and having content that is thoughtful, impactful, and current to what's happening in this space. Um, We definitely have so much that we could still be doing. Um, Max is a very witty and smart guy, and he has been writing um, roundups on our NFT Twitter account about, you know, what's going on. So if you don't want to, like, disgustingly scroll Twitter for like 12 hours a day. You could just look at our daily roundups and you'll just pretty much know what you need to know. And we want to be that source for you guys, you know, not too niche, like the sub stacks, but not too broad. Like what is an NFT, like Bloomberg or whatever. So we want to be like that perfect balance. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, Erica. Like these roundups are just meant to be like, you're kind of one-stop shop. If you just want to catch up on the news, the main four to five, things that are happening every day, um, they'll all be in there. So yeah, check those out every day. Yeah. And it's, it's also, what I love about it is just that it's, it actually keeps, um, it keeps the nature of Twitter still there. Um, because it's like, okay, here's what people are actually talking about. Here's the conversations that are happening in and around this topic. Um, I think that fascinates me a lot and it excites me that, um, we're building that in that direction. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's very exciting. Um, Dan, hello, the man. Hey, how are you guys? I am just fantastic now that I'm in your presence. How about you? Oh, you're too nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to say welcome to Max and Erica. I have a Max's thread on the PFP comparison with basketball players is hysterical and i think that he should keep it going for as long as he can like i don't i i think your uh, assumption of his accountant uh humor is very inaccurate i think uh, <laughs> he's pretty witty uh oh that's like, that has nothing to do with wit that actually is assuming that he's an intelligent cat it's just that you know it's like gray i pinned the <laughs> Into the tweet, very very funny. Please. Check it out. Uh, and then Erica, obviously, I went on both of y'all's Twitter to just get to know more about you. Um, what do you think that there's like a resemblance on what's happening with NFT Twitter, like all the projects and influencers? Um, after watching like. Abercrombie, Abercrombie uh, documentary, like the did, did like did it seem familiar to you? <laughs> like I just thought oh, about it when I, I was that? watching it. Yeah, yeah, but I watched it too, and I was like, this this is kind of like like I, I don't know, it resembles like NFT Twitter in a way. Got it. Um. Well, I will say what I think it, it resembles NFT Twitter 
like why I think, and then you could tell me why, and we could see if it like is the same. Um, so for people that we're talking about, uh, uh, for people who don't know what we're talking about, it's like the, uh, like rise and fall of Abercrombie, like on Netflix. And it's not just like, Oh, this was like a cool brand, but it was like, Oh, like, you know, like why did it succeed during that time? Why did it have such a huge grasp on all of like youth culture and then why did it suddenly fail? Um, and I think that for me, the similarities I see in the NFT space is the fact that it had a lot of exclusivity. Like they really branded themselves as like, oh, you're like that cool person. If you're wearing Abercrombie, we want that brand to reflect that. And then for NFT space, there also is a lot of exclusivity, ex- exclusivity, uh, excuse me. Um, like just even the concept of whitelist or uh, allow list in general is not very inclusive to people. It's already gatekept it's in itself, you know? And I feel like the more you go to NFT, like there are such high barriers of entry. It, it is it, it is really hard for someone who knows nothing about it to get into it. And I think in the same way, like for those brands, like whatever Hollister Abercrombie, like it, it, it belongs to a select, like it, it, it gives that impression. Whereas like for NFTs, you're, it's supposed to be like, you know, everyone, opportunities are equal, you know? So I think that's something that will become more and more of a problem, you know, as like influencers have more and more say in what pumps and dumps. And I think that the trend will, will shift a little bit. What what do you think, Dan? No, I agree. I think like also like, you know, when people have like a board ape on their Twitter, like they're part of this, like elite club now because you know the floor is like super high and then people who have other pfps that are more affordable for people they're in like the hollister american eagle kind of level and i just feel like uh, i don't know it's like it feels like everybody's like about community and everything but it's like it really sometimes it's very exclusive like i like kevin rose i like listening to the podcast but like the entry to the Moonbirds was high, even though, you know, it, it was kind of like you knew it was going to go up. So if you had the eat to buy it, like, great. But, like, that's also, like, pretty exclusive, you know. Just, like, what's going to happen when the masses come? Like, those things are going to either... I know the price is going to adjust, but, like, at the same time, if it just continues to go up, it's like, I thought we were trying to get everybody on the same playing field, but it's going to be really hard, especially for the people that are not curious on this, you know, space right now. That's just my concern. Yeah, I totally feel that because like in the same way, it's like when I was in middle school and high school, I was like, oh my God, I have to get like whatever Hollister Abercrombie or whatever brand. And it's the same way, like why people are like, oh, I have to get a board ape right now. It's like, you don't even know why you want it. You just see that it's the thing. And it's like that FOMO, that blind FOMO that like really gets you and like is really like kind of just dominating you know everything um but anyways yeah thanks for the great question we're gonna go um to Javier sorry for making you wait so long hey sorry no um honestly I'm getting extremely good value from this I just want to ask Max, uh, uh, Max about uh, the earlier question about Yuga Labs um buying crypto punks does any of the community feel in a way, sort of cheated on considering, you know, NFTs and Web3 is pretty much about community run. And it's like now, like, 
yes, like mainstream is catching on, but now mainstream bought what we own in a way. So what does that mean for rights and whatnot? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, that's a, that's, this, I mean, this, that's a very interesting conversation because there's some people who are crypto punks holders who are very against, you know, who are not happy with the fact that Yuga Labs now uh, basically is running the project, owns the project. And there are other people who really love, love it because they've seen what Yuga has done with Board Apes over the last year. And they think that, you know, sooner or later, CryptoPunks may, you know, get similar treatment or something like that. And then there's other people who are simply indifferent and they just enjoy the CryptoPunk and anything that's going on outside of that is just kind of relevant to them. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily want to impose my views on, on it, but I think, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, like a project like CryptoPunks in 40 years, there's still going to be CryptoPunks. Like it's going to, it's still going to have the same level of um, significance to the NFT space overall. So, you know, I don't think you guys necessarily going to like fumble the bag at all. I think they'll definitely be very cautious and careful with how they, how they treat the punks. Um, so yeah, that's just my kind of quick answer there. May, may we get some alpha as to what your own opinions are? I mean, no one knows what NFT Web3 is going towards in the future, you know, again, in the, in the future, but um, and we love to hear some alpha. I, I love to, if uh, what your own personal thoughts are. Of course, it's yeah, not I mean, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd consider my personal thoughts alpha, <laughs> but um, I do, I, I think um, this kind of conversation is, there's a there's a bigger I don't want to call it an argument, but there's a bigger discussion to be had. And that's kind of like, you know, there, there was previous to kind of the last summer, I'd say there was this OG nature to the NFT market, the NFT space. And, you know, projects were just projects for the sake of doing things for the, you know, for the sake of the technology. And they they were kind of innocent in that way. Some people think that, and it wasn't totally driven by corporate interests or you know making money or anything like that. And so I think a lot of people viewed CryptoPunks as and as a part of that, you know. And people who owned punks didn't want didn't want anything to happen to them. They just wanted punks to be punks and didn't want to be bought by anybody or, or no airdrops or you know they just wanted them to exist kind of as art. And um, and then obviously the space ex went from zero to hundred real quick, and Larva Labs didn't have the capacity or interest in being the uh, you know the ambassadors for for CryptoPunks anymore. And so Yuga Labs bought them, and now you know it, it, it's just interesting to see whether Yuga Labs treats CryptoPunks as just this historical collection, and they treat them as kind of art or as artifacts. Uh, or if they're going to really kind of commercialize the IP and turn it into like a real brand. Uh, my view on it is that I would be most happy if they didn't do anything with them and they just left them uh, as they are today. And that's just as this art collection that inspired PFP projects, that inspired board apes, that you know, I'm sure these projects would be here at some point regardless, but punks were clearly the inspiration in my view. And I think um, if they just, if they were just art 
I think that would be very good long term because once you start commercializing, creating a brand, and games and TV shows, movies, you know, whatever, there's there's risk, there's execution risk to that, and that's scary. So that's just my kind of those are my thoughts on it. Thank you so much, and uh, welcome to you and Erica to the team. Really appreciate and love you guys. Oh, so cute. appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) oh man well this has been amazing um i am so appreciative to have both of y'all on board um i i can just speak you know i could speak for myself but i'm sure i reflect the same feelings um as many people in the audience right now um you know really appreciate y'all um y'all have great energy great vibes and uh, work hard and I'm really, really, uh, I've been really, uh, impressed and excited and, and just thrilled overall, um, by both of your, um, collective knowledge in web three, um, as well as, uh, you know, and the, this is the most important part. You're both just like good people. And like, that's what I appreciate about you both. Um, so much so and and that's why i'm so incredibly excited to uh pave this journey build this building um build this empire of uh you know 137 p.m as being the leading web3 resource uh in the twitterverse in the the rest rest of the metaverse i guess i i guess you could say whatever anyway um much love to both of you much love to everybody listening uh make sure you subscribe rate review what have you for this podcast called web 37 it's pinned to the top um might want to clean up some of the tweets if if one of you um if ezra could you clean up some of the tweets so that's the first one um web 37 is the place to be uh for all of your web 3 knowledge all your web 3 insights all the alpha um we bring on the guests the builders all the people that are helping to make web three web three uh we bring them in and we try to pick their brain and and provide all the best insights for y'all to uh to be able to uh glean from the conversation so um make sure to subscribe and this will be one of the episodes as well so uh, make sure to tune in but other than that um we also have a newsletter make sure to subscribe to that that's in one of the pin tweets um and uh yeah Make sure to look out for our next space. Uh, It's coming up on next Tuesday. And uh, much love to you all. Hi, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out every single live Twitter space on our Twitter at 